To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings podcast from Newstalk ZB. You might have heard Chris Hipkins on the radio this morning saying the government will be making a carefully balanced decision today on whether to scrap the mandatory seven-day isolation period for people who test positive for COVID. Cabinet will be reviewing COVID rules today with an announcement expected sometime this week. They're going to be basing their decision on the latest public health advice and the state of the health system heading into winter. Well, we can tell them that it's pakaroo, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty much stuffed. Uh, the Prime Minister told Tim Dow this morning, it's a careful balancing act between the impact of people being unable to go to work and the impact of COVID spreading. The public health professionals, who we all saw rather too much of throughout COVID the last few years, have been urging the government over the weekend to keep the few remaining restrictions in place, the seven-day isolation period, the wearing of masks in many spaces, to protect against not only COVID, but the other dangerous respiratory illnesses doing the rounds, including flu and whooping cough. And all of them were preaching the abundance of caution message, which I suppose is their job. This is what they're trained to do to warn people about infectious diseases and try to prevent any deaths at all. I get it. And for those with family members or who themselves could be killed by a common cold, an abundance of caution makes sense. But then for those who've grown up with children who are you know, at risk of a common cold, they know what to do. They know how to look after themselves. And where does an abundance of common sense come in? If you're sick from anything, stay home. Wear a mask if you have to go out so you don't spread your cooties. Stay warm, rest, eat healthy food. And yet, that abundance of common sense really is a luxury for many, many Kiwis. If you're sick, stay home. Well, that's not going to pay the rent or put food on the table. It's all very well and good for me. I have a job with a supportive management structure around me, I have a certain amount of autonomy in my role. I can decide for myself whether I'm well enough to come into work or not and have my word accepted. Although, to be fair, when I'm nasally honking down the phone, it's pretty apparent to the boss that my voice isn't up to broadcast standard. So a couple of weeks ago, for instance, when I had COVID, the boss only had to hear me on the phone to know my voice wouldn't hold up to three hours of broadcasting. When it came right... I had the ability to broadcast from home for the rest of the week, and so that's what I did. And hopefully kept my COVID cooties to myself. Other people simply don't have that luxury. I remember when Chris Hipkins changed the advice to people to just stay home, rest, eat well, take your meds and isolate. I thought, sure, of course. You know, that is what our grandparents told us to do. People simply don't have that luxury in overcrowded homes where there isn't spare money, for the things that can make your life easier, like anti-inflammatories, like sore throat lozenges, like ice blocks. They don't have the chicken and the fresh veggies and the ability to brew up a healthy, sustaining, convalescent meal. So I guess I, I guess when it comes to the mandatory stand-down period, what that did was give people who don't have flexibility 
or autonomy with their employers, the ability to take time off. They had to. They had no choice in the matter. So many people during those awful years rang me and said they would be going to work regardless of whether or not they tested positive because they simply could not afford to stay home. So where do you stand on this one? I imagine it will depend on whether you're an employee with a good boss and you'll say, yes, well, get rid of the mandatory period because you've got a boss you trust, the boss trusts you, you have somewhere where you can rest, where you're not surrounded by 10 other people, you've got the ability to get yourself better. But if you're someone and your income is the difference between having a roof over your head or not, and you're told to stand down for seven days, you're not going to do it, are you? You're going to drag yourself out of bed no matter how sick you're feeling and go to work because that is what you have to do. So what's right, in your opinion? Keep the mandatory stand-down period for those who simply haven't got the luxury of taking time off. It has to be enforced before they can do it or rely on common sense. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.